Chapter 7 Across the Rooftops Sometimes, all a girl needed was an ocean view and a cup of coffee. Tannis felt good. The woes of yesterday were behind her, barely worth thinking about. Wandering along Bleak Street, she smiled at the brush of sun against her face as the morning mist retreated. And what a morning it had been. She'd already scoped out her evening's work, and then she'd watched her city welcome a new day from her favourite roof near the harbour. Watching the sun soar reminded her of all she had. Kiana would get over it. Things would carry on like normal. Her sister would be safe, and Tannis would continue being Nightlinger. It was very quiet in the bowels. She didn't notice right away, but the realisation struck as cold as a frozen wind. The morning had settled, yet shutters were closed, and she was the only person on Bleak Street. That was strange enough, but then Tannis realised she couldn't hear the shouts and bells of the docks. Something had brought the bows to a standstill. Skin crawling, Tannis fought to keep her stride even, to keep her expression relaxed. There could be a reason, a good one. Perhaps some sort of scuffle had broken out on the docks, or there'd been some terrible accident, but Tannis couldn't shake the prickling down her spine. It was the quiet. The quiet made no sense. And then she saw Ralph. The pit's sign swung into view, still at a distance, and the hulking shape beneath it was unmistakable. His expression was lost in shadow, but he must have spotted her at the same moment, for he lifted his hand. To anybody else it simply looked like he was flexing his fingers, but Tannis's blood ran cold. Hounds. Still, she didn't falter. She strode on, knowing Ralph had come to warn her because they were inside, but understanding others could be lurking. She needed to act natural until she was far enough away to run. Then, she could lie low for the rest of the day. She could always hit her next target tomorrow. The flash of panic faded. For all she knew, it was just a suspected hound, unarmoured, and Ralph was being cautious. And if they'd come in armour? There'd been raids before. She was sorry for any bleeder that might get caught in it, but as long as the people she loved were safe, she'd be keeping her nose clean. She was closer when Ralph signalled again. Close enough to see that his eyes, avoiding looking directly at her, were wide when he tapped a finger beneath the left. This time, Tannis couldn't hide her reaction. She faltered, choking on a breath. It was a signal they hadn't used for five years. The first signal her father had taught them both. Since buying the townhouse, Tannis had been sure she'd never see or use it again. It meant sister. She was so stunned she almost missed Ralph point upwards, before he slammed through the door of the pit, unable to risk a moment longer outside. Tannis wanted to call after him, to ask all the questions racing through her head, Namely, what the fuck? But she couldn't. She couldn't do anything. Could she? Shouldn't she run? But Kiana? Suddenly, the hounds being here didn't feel like a coincidence. 
Heart pounding, Tannis forced herself to move, to walk past the pit and take the first right after it. Nobody shouted after her, nobody grabbed her, and as she moved down the narrow alley leading to the rear courtyard, fire flashed up her spine. It was still possible there was a single hound, unarmoured. It was also possible that the hounds were here for some other bleeder, and they'd have no reason to ever see Kiana. It could even be possible that Tannis had misunderstood Ralph's message. But only one truth felt likely. She'd denied Lord Ollinger, a stranger that knew what she was. Right after, she'd flown to her sister's house and given the man the leverage he needed. Now, the very next day, her sister was here and the hounds had come. He'd sent them after her. And so she couldn't run, because Kiana couldn't run, and the hounds would search every inch of this place if they'd caught Tannis's trail. Unless her sister had been clever in whatever stupidity had possessed her, and dressed in rags, she'd draw their attention immediately. She may not be a bleeder, but they didn't hesitate to take anyone in for questioning and questioning was an interrogation of the kind Kiana couldn't withstand. She'd break, in more ways than one. Hounds could be watching, and Tannis didn't have time to think. She ducked into the rear courtyard of the pit, quickly scanning the cluttered space for hounds or guards. There were voices coming from the kitchens, so, breathing steady, she crept around the outer edge of the courtyard, keeping her distance, until she reached the icy steps of the pit's tower. With a quick glance over her shoulder, she reached a shaking hand and eased open the door. She was ready to launch herself backwards, ready to fling herself up the nearby crates and scrabble over the walls to reach her sister before the horde of hounds she was sure to find. But Tannis let out a juddering breath. The stairwell was empty. She didn't dare a look into the taproom, or even another look back. Kiana was up. Tannis could only assume that meant her room right at the top, and so she flew. She took the steps two at a time, swinging round as fast as she could, skipping trick steps and uneven wood while she fought not to panic. How could she get out of this? If Ollinger had sent them after her, she could still get lucky. The hounds could leave after interrogating the staff to search for her elsewhere. Lila had greeted her that morning and hadn't seen her come back. But luck was fickle and the people of the bowels would feel no camaraderie for Kiana. She was a stranger of the Mirror Isle to them, and they'd happily cast suspicion her way. Better she take the fall than them. Tannis shook the thoughts away. Pointless. She'd think of something. She had no idea what, but she'd think of something. Hitting the top landing, Tannis grabbed her key. Hands shaking, she wrestled with the lock. There was still the chance her sister wasn't here at all. The door swung open, she burst inside, and that barely existent hope was immediately dashed. Kiana, cheeks red and eyes puffy, sat on Tannis's bed. Behind her, arms folded, stood Griffin. Tannis barked a bitter laugh, her hand dropping to the knife at her hip, tensing to fight. Griffin pushed off the wall, dark gaze lingering on her blade. Looks like you've got trouble. Tannis kicked the door, locking it again as if that might hold back the Guardian's dogs, and rounded on him. By the stars, you do not want to be near me right now. 
Lord Ollinger thought you weren't going to show. He sent me to persuade you. Right. Sure. Tannis. She turned the full force of her glare on Kiana. Her sister fell silent and stared at her feet. Griffin shrugged. The hounds will be here soon enough, and they'll be as intrigued as I was by your sister, so... Tannis's eyes snapped to meet his. Snarling, she stepped closer. The hounds you sent after me? His gaze was steady. I don't know what you're talking about. The door rattled. Tannis jumped. Kiana pushed back against the wall as if she could sink through it. Even Griffin tensed. They all stared at the rattling handle. Night, it's me. She puffed out her cheeks and unlocked the door, dragging Lucky inside. Where are they? she said. His attention, however, fixed on Griffin. Lucky's brow lowered. Who? Tannis squeezed his arm. Ignore him. Lucky nodded, dragging his focus back to her. The suspicion in his eyes dissolved as he grabbed her shoulders. They were questioning the staff, but they're about to go room to room. She swore, staring up at him as if she could find a solution in his eyes. Instead, he pressed his lips together like he was terribly afraid, and her stomach sank ever lower. Why are they here, Luck? Who are they looking for? His grip on her tightened. He opened his mouth to say something, but the words wouldn't come, and Tannis wondered if that was her shaking, or maybe the building, or perhaps the entire world of error was crumbling around her. Looks like they've found you, Bleeder. She whirled on Griffin, Lucky's hold on her the only thing keeping her back. This is your fault. You led them to me. Her breathing was ragged. Her head felt light. Griffin shook his. This wasn't us. And you expect me to believe that? You can tell your lord I don't take kindly to being threatened, and Huntress take him if he thinks I'll ever help after... I think it was me. Lucky's words punctured her anger. She blinked at Griffin, surprised to find herself unable to speak, then turned slowly to her best friend. He stared at his feet, his face blotchy and his hands shaking at his sides. A shout came from below, slipping beneath the door and landing within the small room. A crash rattled from the lower levels of the uneven tower. Luck, don't be ridiculous. What? It burst out of him. Last night, I went to wreck. Tannis sucked in a breath. I was going to work a few jobs for him and then give you the money so you could get out. But there was somebody else there, a woman, and she... He wavered, then squeezed his eyes shut. She asked about you, about Nightlinger. She kept saying you needed to be protected, that she could protect you, and I, I don't know why, but I couldn't stop myself from talking. Tannis couldn't believe what she was hearing. It felt like she'd been hit in the head. She wanted Lucky to look at her, to smile so she knew he was joking. She wanted to jab him in the gut for having such terrible timing. You told this woman what she is? said Griffin, his voice low. Lucky grabbed Tannis's hand, his face stricken. I can't explain it. I hate myself for it. But she said you'd be safe. She said she'd... 
Tanis tried to step back, away, but he pulled her to him, cupping her head with his hands so they were inches apart. His eyes darted over her face as her pulse raced. She couldn't move, couldn't think. I'll fix it, he said. Just run and I'll fix it. He pressed a kiss to her forehead, and before she could catch up, he was out the door. It hung open for a moment, long enough for them to hear a tearful cry and the dull thump of something hitting flesh somewhere below. When the door creaked shut, Tanis could only stare at where he'd stood, stunned. After all this time, it was Lucky that had condemned her. And yet, she wanted to run after him. There was no fixing this. He'd get himself killed. She took a step towards the door. The hounds are here for you. They'll have had eyes on the building. They'll have marked your face. Neither of you can stay here. Closing her eyes for half a breath, Tanis turned back. For a moment, she'd forgotten about her sister, about Griffin. There were so many people to be furious with, but she didn't have time for that now. Getting Kiana to safety had to be her priority. She'd deal with the rest later. She looked to Griffin. How do we get out of this? He glanced across at Kiana, still huddled on the bed. I can help her down the steep parts, lower her down the rest. There's a coach waiting on Sleeper Street. Looks just like every other public coach, but it's ours if we can reach it. She couldn't dwell on how ready he seemed, how the coach had already been prepared. Instead, she looked him over. She knew he was strong, but the rooftops were treacherous at this time of year. How many, do you think? I saw two enter the building, with four more spreading outside. They'll be on us quick. She ran a hand through her hair. Witch's breath. Kiana sucked in a lungful of air and stood. She teetered, the flush of her cheeks flashing white. We should hurry. Sit down, Tanis snapped. But Kiana shook her head, focusing on Griffin. If I do... I won't get up again. Let's go. Tanis stomped to the window, blocking it. Wait! They'll be here any moment, Griffin growled. She knew he was right, but she held her ground. If this wasn't you, why are you helping us? There was something unnerving about Griffin's stare. There was so little in his eyes. Tanis held nothing back letting the storm of her emotions run rampant within. She'd never met somebody so in control. Lord Ollinger wants you, he said, and he'll wait until the last moment to have you. But I'll help no matter what you choose, if it means keeping you from the hounds. There was a knock at the door. Tanis choked on a breath. No, not her door. The one below. But there was no time left. She shoved open the window. Cold rushed in, gusting snow into her face. She glanced at Kiana, at her dirty skirts and her soaked boots. Shaking her head, Tanis climbed out onto the roof. Griffin ushered Kiana forwards, and she hobbled to his side. It was only then Tanis realised her sister didn't have her cane, but she bit her tongue for once. It wouldn't be much use now, anyway. She held out her hand, and Kiana took it without meeting her eye, but Tanis gave it a squeeze despite everything. 
With Griffin at her back, Kiana struggled to lift her legs through the small gap. Tannis held her steady, easing her out as her eyes flicked back to the door. Griffin followed in a flash. Get the shutters, Tannis barked at him. Just move. Scowling, Tannis focused on Kiana. Follow my steps exactly, okay? Kiana nodded, unless she was just shivering so hard her head bobbed. Hoods up, Tannis commanded. She didn't wait to see if they listened. There was no more waiting to be done. Starting off across the snow-packed tiles, she was grateful they were doing this in the bowels and not on the mirror aisle. The rooftops there were infinitely steeper, while Tannis's window opened onto a flat stretch that connected to one of the dock warehouses behind the pit. The warehouse roof was wide and shallow. They could make it down a few levels before having to cross to a lower roof. Of course, for Kiana, the incline would be plenty deadly. Tannis wasn't sure how her sister felt about heights. She just hoped she had the good sense to not look down. Sunlight glared in breaths between clouds, glancing off the whiteness. Wind swept salt off the sea and into their eyes. With every step, fresh snow crunched beneath their feet, and Tannis waited to see if she'd break through to the ice beneath. If Kiana followed and slipped... The fort set her off balance, and her hip jarred as she braced herself. She had to concentrate, or she'd be the one to fall. But she didn't fall. None of them did, not even as they inched down the warehouse towards the first edge. No shouts came from behind them, or from the streets below, so Tannis didn't hesitate to lower herself over the ten-foot drop. She let her arms stretch, hanging by her fingertips, before releasing and rolling into the snow. Straightening, she shielded her eyes and looked back. Kiana waited above, biting her lip. Take my hand, said Griffin, appearing at her side. Kiana's fingers disappeared into Griffin's darker, much larger hands. I... Kiana's voice trembled as her boots curled over the lip. I'm quite heavy. Tannis sucked in a breath. If you drop her, we don't have time to find another way. Griffin urged. He met Tannis's stare. I won't drop her. Then Kiana was hanging in the air. She squealed, one leg kicking out desperately. Griffin grimaced, and Tannis rushed forwards. He's got you, Key, but you need to stay still. Kiana nodded, squeezing her eyes shut with a whimper. Tannis stood beneath her, arms outstretched, gaze darting to Griffin and back. Kiana was no waif, but he kept his feet planted firmly as he lowered her, easing onto his knees and leaning out as far as he could with one hand to balance himself. Kiana's face flushed, her chest heaved, and then Tannis caught her. I've got you. You're okay. Kiana sagged, rubbing her elbows as Griffin landed in the snow beside them. Go, he snapped. Tannis wanted to snap back, but she tamped down the urge. You said Sleeper Street, right? She looked out over the white heights of the bowels and their puffing chimneys, with the mirror aisle glittering to the north. Aim for Bitter Alley. We can get down to the ground there, and it's far enough the hounds might not have it covered. The carriage is at the north end. Tannis nodded, picking Bitter Alley out instantly amongst the maze of snow. She couldn't deny she was impressed. How had they never met, when he knew the bowels so well? It's not far, Key. 
It was then they heard a cry. On the roof! Tannis swept forwards, not wasting a second to look back to the pit, having to trust Kiana could follow, that Griffin would help if she couldn't. She'd just fled a chase yesterday, but she'd never fled the hounds. Did they have her scent now? Alone, she could run forever if she needed to, but... At least the rooftops were bunched close. The first crossing was little more than a stride and Kiana had long legs. The second was a slight jump, but Kiana's heavy breathing kept close and that was all Tannis needed to keep moving. She veered left onto a steeper roof, sending a wave of snow thumping below. No shout came, but with the streets as empty as they were, it would draw attention. No use worrying about it. Moving fast was their only option. The two hounds would be following across the rooftops, and she imagined her heart was pounding to the beat of their footsteps. Fear propelled her on, until she scurried to the ledge that would lead them down to Bitter Alley. It was empty. Quiet. Tannis breathed a sigh of relief, noting the low wall that would ease their descent and the pile of barrels they could drop onto. She flipped herself over the edge first, testing whether the barrels would collapse beneath them, but they held. Quick, she hissed, looking up as Griffin skidded to a halt. Kiana leaned against him, trying to catch her breath. For a moment, Tannis feared her sister simply couldn't move. But terror was the greatest of motivators, and there was terror in Kiana's eyes. She grabbed Griffin's hand at once, stepping into the air willingly. He lowered her, and for the first time since Tannis returned to the pit, Kiana met her eye. Tannis smiled, holding up her arms. Kiana sank into them, and as her boots touched a barrel, Griffin let go. The stack shifted, one barrel rocking into the next. Kiana cried out, tumbling forwards, crashing them both to the ground. Tannis's back slammed dirt. The breath burst from her lungs, but they couldn't rest. Wheezing, she asked. You okay? Kiana nodded, but she looked dazed as she struggled to push herself up onto her elbows. Her red hair spilled over her shoulders, her hood fallen back. Hold there! Kiana's eyes widened, her hand freezing in the air as she reached for her hood. Her hair was so vibrant, her eyes so blue. Even through the shadows of the alley, they'd be noted. Heart thumping, Tannis turned to see a figure marching towards them. She allowed herself a flash of relief that it was a member of the City Watch, and not a hound. Yet. Just one soldier. Surely Tannis could handle one simple soldier. She shot a look at the rooftops. There were no hounds there either, but also no griffin. Clearly, his willingness to help only stretched so far. Taking a deep breath, she pressed her lips to Kiana's ear, trying to ignore the slap of footsteps. When I say, you run. Kiana grabbed her sleeve. Wait! The tip of a sword pressed against Tannis's throat, and Kiana gasped, clinging to her sleeve more tightly. Gaze burning into her sister's, Tannis lifted her hands. Stand slowly and step away from the girl. Can't I help the lady? The sword pressed harder. No. Heart and mind racing, she did as ordered. Please, said Tannis, 
The lady fell. I was... Silence, the soldier hissed. As she straightened, Tannis looked upon the face of a woman like so many others in this city, with fair skin and grey eyes. Tannis had imagined her own death at the hands of the bloodhound multiple times, but she'd never worried she'd lose everything because of Lucky and the damn city watch. The sword tapped her collarbone, and she opened her mouth, but the words stuck. A quick lie, a fast story, was all she needed. Which one of you is it, then? said the woman, lip curling. Which one of you's the bleeder? Tannis's eyes narrowed. How quickly could she reach her knife? She'd never killed before, but there was a first time for everything. A shadow dropped from the rooftops, landing at the soldier's back. They all heard the thump of boots at the same moment as Griffin reached around the woman's neck, stabbing up and under her jaw with a dagger. Blood coated the blade, red spots dropped into the mulch of the alley. The soldier gasped, voice gurgling, and then she slumped to her knees, one pale hand flapped to cover her throat. Kiana moaned, scrambling away. But Griffin's eyes were on Tannis as he wiped the blade on his trousers. Go, now! She nodded, heaving Kiana to her feet and shoving her towards Griffin. She heard a shout, and when she looked back to the mouth of the alley, time all but stopped around her. Black armour filled her vision. A hound's helm stared right at her, past her, to Kiana's red hair. The hound raised a gauntleted fist, calling others. Jaw tight, Tannis jumped over the body and chased after Griffin. By the stars, they would not catch her today. <laughs> 